Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, it's episode 150. Cue the uh, club horn, Mike. <laughs> and that's all we have planned. So that's it. I hope you yeah. weren't looking for anything bigger than that. Yeah, we're celebrating with a regular episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that parent life for you, right? I was like, well, maybe we'll get the girls to come on. And then, well, Tiff was kind of feeling pretty sick today and she's exhausted. So that cuts that out. And I'm sure Laura's tired too. And Well, right now it's funny because we actually heavily delayed recording because both of our kids are having absolute tantrums instead of going to sleep. Yeah, Bandit, he gets overtired and then he's so overtired that he's not tired or at least he thinks he's not tired, even though he's got giant bags under his eyes. And Mike, you had said something last week about William and it was like he wanted to do something and then you we're like, okay, great. And he didn't want to do it anymore and, and whatever. And we had one of those moments tonight. He had a like a water bead, like one of the big ones, you mm-hmm. know, like size of a loony sort of deal. And he wanted to squish it before bed. Because if you squish it hard enough, it, it doesn't like explode, but it like falls apart or whatever. Right. Uh, it's like, okay, sure. Let's go do that in the sink. And then he starts squishing it and it starts falling apart. And he has started having a meltdown. He's like, why is it squished? Why am I squishing it? I don't want to squish it. <laughs> it's like you were like begging us to squish this thing like 30 seconds ago. And now that you're doing it, you're having like this existential crisis about I can't control my own hands. Why am I acting out this way? Oh my God. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Kids. <laughs> William is funny. Obviously, William, we've talked, it's garbage night. And we've talked about how we've started to involve William in garbage night and how, like, you know, it's it's his favorite thing is is helping in garbage night. And we had an extra garbage bag that we were putting together because we have this big box that was full of, like, styrofoam. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take all this extra styrofoam. I'm going to use one of those tags that says that you can take an extra bag of garbage this week. Mm-hmm. And and I'm in the process of stuffing the bag. And I'm like, okay, William, come over here and help me. Like, I just wanted him to hold the bag open while I put styrofoam in. And he walks over and then he turns around and he walks over to the wall and he starts playing with the lawnmower. Like the real lawnmower? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Like, which is, we have it leaning up against the wall in the. In the garage and Laura sees him playing with it. So she yells at him. She's like, William, what are you doing? Because, you know, we don't yell at William unless he could hurt himself. Right. So that way he knows we're being serious. So, William, what are you doing? And he's got us all upset. She picks him up. She takes him out. And she's like, all right, like, you shouldn't touch that. You could really hurt yourself. It's really dangerous. And he's like, and then he calms down. And Laura's like, "Okay, you're going to go help daddy with garbage. He's like, yeah. So he puts him down. And he walks right back over to the lawnmower and starts grabbing at it again. <laughs> so he got kicked out of the garage. He was not able to help with the garbage anymore. And I'm just in there by myself, breaking down all the styrofoam. I could just hear him screaming outside, just you know, on the other side of the garage door. And eventually, Laura comes back in. But she doesn't come into the garage. She just kind of sticks her head in the door. And she goes, William and I have had a talk. We are going to help with the garbage, but we are not setting foot in the garage. So if you could open the garage and put the garbage bins outside the garage door, that's what he's allowed to do. I'm like, right. Okay, sure. I'll do that. And then, you know, everything was fine for 30 seconds. And then he walked right in and she's (laughs) like, now what are you doing? Yeah. So he was having a great time just freaking out about that. And then it came damn time to bed and we put him in bed and he was all set and ready to go. And he was doing his little stall thing where he does, where you're like on your way out the door and he's like, I need to be tucked in more. I need more tucks. I need more tucked in. And, and it was like, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll go back. We'll tuck you in. We'll tuck you in. And he's like, I need a kiss. Okay. Go back, give him a kiss. We're walking out of the room again. He's like, I need a kiss daddy. And Laura goes, just come like he's going to be at this all night and i'm like okay good night buddy and i walk out of the room and close the door and he just starts freaking out and and that was the beginning of the end and it was like 30 to 40 minutes of him just freaking out because i didn't give him that last kiss and <laughs> like 
it was it was a nightmare. And yeah. then I finally came downstairs and Laura's like, have you heard from Chris yet? And I'm like, no. And I'm pretty sure based on experience, because I haven't heard from Chris, he's probably dealing with the exact same thing right now. Yeah. And you were correct, Mike. You were absolutely correct. That's we have that kinship. We know. Yeah. You no. Know. We also we know what our kids are being shits. <laughs> and they must know. They must text each other or something. Right? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> William's got a whole bunch of Fisher Price phones, so he must. Yeah, uh, that's right. Tonight's the night. Be mm-hmm. a dick to dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike, I got a question for you. Yeah. Have you ever had muscle spasms? Oh, yeah. Before? Yeah. Crazy muscle spasms. Not too Have long you, ago. Like, like dehabilitating ones. Yes. Not yes. like little like, you know, my, my thumbs twitching or whatever. Yeah. After we moved, I hurt my back for moving all the boxes around. Yeah. And my boss, who has back problems, I asked him, I'm like, do you have any exercises that might help my back heal faster? And he showed me this leg one and and I'm like, OK, like, why does that? Why, how is that work? It's your leg. And, you know, it's all connected. Right. But I lifted my leg and I felt my spine pop like the, the second I did it. And I'm like, oh, oh, that's very nice. That's very nice. And so I started doing this leg exercise and I absolutely overdid it. And for like a week, like my leg was spasming at all times of the day. Like you can ask Laura, we were sitting on the couch watching TV and it looked like a, a speaker with like a subwoofer with too much bass oh, going through nice, it. Like just, nice. it was like, I'm like, I cannot believe this is still going on. And it went on for like <laughs> weeks and it got, it was so bad that I couldn't for the first few days after it happened, I couldn't sit down. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was doing, I was, cause I obviously I don't have a standing desk. I was working on my knees, like just sitting on my knees and, yeah. and, and working until that I couldn't do that anymore. And then I would stand up and walk around, walk around in a circle for like five minutes. And then, yeah, no, that I, I've had that. It was, it was not a good time. So I'm assuming, I'm assuming you have something similar. Well, I had, I had, it was weird. I, and I, I'm assuming it's a muscle spasm. It may have been like a Charlie horse or something like that. Either way, it was not great. But mm. I was downstairs, so I woke up early and I grabbed Wes and Ben. And like, it was like seven in the morning, and we went all the way down to the basement because we got like a little toy room down there. And I'm holding Wes, and I literally just sniff, like like a, like a bigger sniff, like a like something like that, right? Yeah, I don't know if you could pick it up on the microphone or not, but it was like a you know a big one, and all of a sudden my whole back just seizes up oh no and, and it's all i can do to not drop the baby on the floor <laughs> so i like kind of like hobble over to the couch like not throw him on the couch but like uh ugh, you know yeah yeah like, yeah throw my injured body down and then i'm i'm laying on the ground trying to like stretch it up because if i'm if i'm curled up it doesn't bother me but as soon as i try to like open up my shoulders it's just brutal pain and ben is there and he's like daddy daddy what's wrong what's wrong daddy and he's like oh my back hurts buddy just give me a second and he's like oh i'll help you daddy he's giving me hugs like hug after hug because that obviously helps him all the time and after like five minutes i'm like ben you gotta go get mommy like (laughs) go go upstairs and wake up mommy and you gotta tell her so he goes running up two flights of stairs and i can hear him i can hear him yelling at at tiff that you know daddy daddy needs you daddy's back hurt i gave him lots of hugs but he said he needs you to come help <laughs> anyway yeah so it was like 20 minutes and then it eventually like i took an advil and i kind of like stretched it out and it felt fine after that and then the next day just felt like somebody like punched me in the back like it was mm. just that kind of like ache but it was the weirdest thing i've ever experienced like i get sciatica stuff and lower back stuff but this is the first time i've had like the shoulder thing the the nutty thing is it was it was the sneeze that started it off well, it was, and it wasn't even a sneeze it was a sniff like it was like the i could have blinked and like you know <laughs> done like the same amount of things so whether it was just sheer coincidence or or that's what did it but man yeah it was uh unpleasant mike let me yeah, tell you no kidding no kidding Oof. yeah yeah another sign that we're just getting just a little bit older every time you know every well, day well, after that, that happened to me with my leg. I was limping around for so long. I, I thought Laura was going to take me out behind the shed and put me down. <laughs> you know, sometimes these things happen. I'm like, I wish Tiff would just take me out behind the shed and just <laughs> end it for me. But uh, Mike, we've had a we've had a busy week again. Um, 
Ben got to go to his very first movie. Oh, the on the weekend, they, Tiff and Ben and Natalie and Henry went to the Paw Patrol movie that's in theaters today. Yes, um, and they had a great time. Apparently, they actually sat in the chairs for most of the movie. Well, that's surprising. Yeah, I, I was a little bit surprised too. I guess they started off with like the little plastic like booster seats or whatever that they get at the movie theater. But those, I guess, were uncomfortable. So eventually Ben moved to Tiff's lap. And when he did that, then everything was much better. Like he's much less antsy and everything like that. But he had a good time. He was telling me all about the movie when he got home. Apparently the real big hit, though, Mike, was Silver City, like the theater near my house, has revamped their arcade. Oh, really? Yeah. So they've got a little bit more like dave and buster's style games like they've got a bowling game and like those racing games where you actually like sit on the motorcycle or whatever yeah uh and he really liked both of those games so i apparently him and i will be going back because daddy likes games so we're gonna go back just to play the games at some point in time and yeah he was a big hit there and then what else did we do oh yes we went to uh tiff's dad's birthday was a couple days ago so we had a party on the weekend and Ben met his old, well, not met, but saw his older cousin who he hasn't seen in like literally like two years at this yeah. point in time because of all the COVID stuff. So they're racing around the basement. And you know, like when you're when you're running, Mike, you start in like the starting blocks, right? So you kind of got your hands on the ground and the feet sort of behind you. Well, Ben took it one step further, put his hands on the ground and then walked his feet up the wall. Oh, so, <laughs> so he's doing like his legs are like three feet off the ground and his head's like a foot off the ground and he would like launch from there. And it's like, it's amazing how much strength these kids have. Like, you know, you go and try it, Mike. It's, it's a lot fucking harder than you think, right? It, it's crazy. Like uh, not to interrupt your yeah. story, but w- William and his cousins, we were at the park together on the weekend. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not going to tell you the whole story, but just this one part, because it adds on to what you were just saying. But there was a point when a plane was going over and it was like, hey, look at the plane. And because, I mean, planes are a big thing with my family because my dad works at the Warplane Museum. And mm-hmm. so everybody would uh, we all go see them all the time so that everybody loves planes. So one of the big planes is coming over and my nephew, Finch, who's six, runs over, climbs a bench and like gets into like a Spider-Man pose, like on the top of the bench, not like sitting, <laughs> not on the seat, but like on the back, on the perch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like he's like all up there. And both my brother and I, because my brother and I are standing next to each other talking. We both watch him and we both were like, what is this Spider-Man shit? Like what is happening here? <laughs> and we were both like, expecting him to fall. And, and he was fine. He like climbed right down back on his own. And I was like, how how are you that flexible like it was like it was literally like this weird like one leg way over here and the knee up and his hands and he's and he's just perched on the back of this thin bench like it was that's amazing yeah Yeah, that's amazing yeah it's it's incredible and like i i know the reason why kids have so much energy because like their cardiovascular system is identical to the one that you and i have except they're like you know, a third of our size. <laughs> so yeah. the blood really pumps through all their stuff, but it's always impressive. It's always very impressive. Anyway, yeah, that's kind of it for Ben. I got West stories. I, I skipped Ooh. over a whole pile of them last night. We've put out the Jolly Jumper, and a lot of these are slightly outdated now, but we brought out the Jolly Jumper a few weeks ago, and he seems to be enjoying it. He's not so much into the jumping as he is into the like attempting to run and walk with it. Okay. So, you know, Ben was like big into jumping, whereas Wes will like, he'll just try to like run and he ends up running in circles because he just tries to walk around using this thing. So I think he's just happy that he's upright. So, I mean, he's a little earlier than Ben was. I'm, I'm hoping that in, you know, another week or two, he'll start the jumping thing, but he's getting the idea anyway. So he's enjoying that. He's doing the, the stick out the tongue thing now. Yeah. So he'll look at you and stick out his tongue so that you stick your tongue out and he thinks it's hilarious and everything like that. He's gotten particularly chatty as well, doing like the kid like scream thing (laughs) that they do. Mm -hmm. You know, they're talking to you by like yelling right in your face. And then, Mike, we've also discovered the secret weapon to when Wes is upset. And generally, he's a pretty content kid. You know, he only gets really mad when he's hungry or tired. But if there's some sort of weird thing going on, he absolutely is in love with Ben. 
Like he just thinks Ben is the greatest thing in the world. And when he's in the same room as Ben, he's always looking for him. And if he's crying, all we need to do is get Ben to go over there and give him a hug and like boop him in the nose and stuff. And he just starts laughing. He could be like scream crying. And then he just, you know, Ben's there. And all of a sudden he starts kind of like laughing while he's crying (laughs) and everything like that. So it's really cute. I'm, I'm hoping that this carries on well into adolescence and everything like that. Like, two brothers who get along rather than two brothers who fight kind of deal. But yeah, you always, you always want the brothers that like each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's where we're crossing our fingers, but it's just really cute watching the two of them interact because now like Wes is at the age where he can interact with you very limitedly, obviously, but uh, it's, it's nice. It's nice to see them playing with each other a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But that's all for me. That's, that's my busy, busy week. William had a big weekend at the park. He went to on Saturday. We went just he and I. And then I called my parents and I said, hey, do you guys want to pop by? And uh, my mom was busy, but my dad came by. And it was really funny because there was this other kid there who was there with his grandfather. And his grandfather, I would say, was definitely older older than my dad. And he, he was very content to just sit on the bench and let us watch his child that he right, came with. Yeah. So, so I got to really know Emil and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we spent a lot of time together and uh, some time on the seesaw. And uh, my dad took photos of him, which was really weird. <laughs> my dad, my dad has a very nice camera and he takes a lot of action photos of the kids doing stuff. And he was taking a picture of William climbing one of the park pieces and Emil was right behind him. And he's like, did you get a picture of me? And my dad was like, yeah, you're in the background of the picture with William. And he's like, can you get one of just me? <laughs> and he's like, uh, <laughs> all right. And and then like later on, William was he was he wanted to touch the monkey bars. So I picked him up and we went around the monkey bars and I just held him and he grabbed and and I was very tired because he wanted to do it like three times in a row. And it was right. just like, oh, I'm just carrying this child as he plays in the monkey bars. And I put him down and I looked down and Emil's standing there and he's like, can you do me now? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think I should. Like, I don't I don't have a problem with it, but I feel like society would. <laughs> you know, it's, it's very true. Being like the the dad with no mom at the at the playground. You always feel all the eyes watching you all yeah. the time. It's like, that's my kid. That's my kid. I deserve to be here, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it was like, I, I don't think I should touch Emil because <laughs> you're not my kid. Yeah. Grandpa's sitting over there. But it, but it was funny, and, and we had a good time. The only the only damper on the day was I didn't sleep well. And I've, I've had a problem lately. I haven't been sleeping well at all. And I, I think my body's now in this habit where, like, I go to bed at my normal time. But then my body wakes up at like one in the morning because I keep waking up at one in the morning. So I think now I'm at this point where my body just does it. And then I can't get back to sleep for like two hours. So on Saturday, after being awake from like one in the morning to four in the morning, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get a Starbucks. I need something, something to keep me awake here. And I don't I I, I don't think I've ever talked about it on on the podcast before. But I don't drink coffee and I don't drink coffee because I worked at Starbucks or not Starbucks, but Tim Hortons, a different coffee, coffee company. I worked there for five years. And after you're unable to scrub the smell of coffee out of your hair after two or three showers, it kind of turns you off of wanting to ever drink coffee. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. So I don't I don't drink coffee. So I I got this. uh, I got the strawberry refresher. And it's delicious. It is a, it is refreshing. They call it refresher for a reason. And I got myself the big ass one, you know, the biggest one you can get. Cause I was like, I need this caffeine. We get to the, we get to the park and we're, we're playing and everything. And I, I just have my drink. It's sitting in the stroller because, you know, I, I can't really drink my drink and wa- make sure my child doesn't fall off the monkey bars at the same time. So my drink is just sitting over there and I come back when we're getting ready to leave and it's full of hornets. Oh, no. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I wanted that drink so bad. <laughs> and it's just and it wasn't cheap because it was the big one. Yeah. So, yeah, I had to throw out. I, I got to drink some of it. It was is a somewhere between half and a third of it left. So, uh, OK, well, you got to enjoy more of it than than was lost. Yeah. 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 But it's still like that's way too much to just throw out. It yeah. was was sad i was not happy about it yeah, goddamn yeah. hornets i tell you yeah 
And then on uh, Sunday, Sunday, we basically did a repeat, but swap out grandpa and replace him with Uncle Tim and his uh, his two cousins. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went back to the park and we had a great time. And uh, mom came with us this time because she wasn't working this time. And uh, we spent some time at the splash pad and we went to the one park and because, you know, the park by us has got like the three parks where there's the splash pad, the park that's made out of wood. And then there's the classic. Yeah, the traditional playground. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were at that one. And it was really funny because it's I just just watching kids interact with each other. It's just so ridiculous. Like so William is climbing on one of the, the structures and his cousin is with him and he's like. William, let's go to the seesaw. And there's another kid standing right there. And he's like, I'll get on the seesaw with you. And Everett's like, no, I don't want you to get on the seesaw with me. And he's like, I'll go. And he like runs to go sit on the seesaw. And Everett's just, no, and like chases him. And they ended up on the seesaw together because I was like, I'll just take William over here. Because. <laughs> You know, right. my nephew's just like freaking out at this kid because they're, they're, he wanted to spend time on the seesaw with him. <laughs> like, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, uh, it, was a, it was a good time. But uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, we stayed there as long as we could. It got way too hot. I, I was so like so sweaty when we got home. It was like peeling the shirt off to put on another shirt. I know it's been br- it's been brutal. Eh? Do you feel like this summer has been way hotter? than summers in the past there's been a lot of days where we just especially with his daycare too like we we go and we pick him up and we're like how was this day and they would always go out in the outside in the morning and outside in the afternoon and they're like we didn't go outside today because it was too hot yeah that's what ben's daycare did too they messaged well they, we have like that app thing and they're like we usually go out you know at two o'clock but instead we're gonna go out like eight in the morning instead like when it's as cool as possible right so yeah it's it's awful i hate it I don't I don't want to wish away the summer, but I am really tired of this crazy humidity. It feels like we're in like Louisiana. Yeah. Well, we're sort of getting there. It's what a month until summer's technically over. I don't yeah. Know. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, with William, not a ton going on. We have a new winner that is the uh, the thing that William absolutely loves. And uh, it, it's his new favorite thing. And it, it is this Snapchat filter where you look like a potato. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> yeah, he's he's a big fan of the potato filter, and like we'll just be sitting there, and he'll just be like, "Potatoes!" Like randomly, <laughs> even though the filter's not on him or anything. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. No, he loves the potatoes. Now, does, does he love potatoes in real life? No, eh, eh. Sometimes it depends on the, on the moon and the sun. Yeah, okay, all right. Same as Ben. It's really funny because yesterday he was all like potatoes, potatoes. And meanwhile, like we're like gave him mashed potatoes for dinner and he just didn't refused, refused <laughs> to eat it. And it was like, it's potatoes, man. Yeah. It's like, you don't shut up about it. Well, that's what we need to do is because it's that weird filter where it's like a giant potato. We just need to give him like a full potato. Like, don't even bake it. Bite. <laughs> <laughs> just bite into it. Yeah. yeah. Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Peel it yourself. Yeah, yeah just have fun now. That'll that'll be great for his teeth, I'm sure. Yeah, no, definitely. But that's about it. Mike, that's Mike, I forgot. On. I forgot something. Mm-hmm. I forgot something. I need to declare something uh, that Ben is officially potty trained. Now. Oh, officially potty officially. trained. Did you get a certificate? Uh, I, I've su- I've submitted it with the government, and I believe it's four to six weeks that will arrive. But. Uh, yeah, we've been uh, we've had no nap accidents, no bedtime accidents, no nothing for. Well, I mean, it was like a week before last week, and so now it's two two weeks. So we tried to get him to wear underwear, and he just wasn't ready to wear the underwear yet. So he's still wearing his pull up diaper, um, but you know, it's the same one he's been wearing for two weeks now. So oh, fun. Yeah, we're at the point now where I think I said last week where we we throw the diaper away just because it's worn out you know yeah, not because sure. it's wet or used so anyway yeah so i guess i guess he just hit that point where he could recognize while he's sleeping that he needed to go pee like some sort of mental leap i guess but yeah so it's good i, I i'm potentially diaper free with one of my kids look at that i know I'm so excited <laughs> you should save all that money Spend it on other diapers instead. Yeah, spend it on the other kid. No, that's right. Yeah, we had really uh, high hopes to use cloth diapers with Wes. 
And it's just like, no, two kids is too much work. We're, we're sticking with the disposables for now. Yeah, for sure. And and with Ben stopping, you can keep his leftovers for because they'll be I'm sure they'll be just fine when it comes time for. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we it's so funny. I'm sure you guys are the same. We have so many random diapers around the house. Like, oh, here's yeah. a here's a baggie of size threes and here's a baggie of size fours. And oh, we had some newborn ones, you know, just you just didn't use that sleeve of them, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I found a random like a random handful of size two swim diapers not too long ago. <laughs> yeah. They're just oh, it's in the back of the closet for some reason. Yeah. 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 There, I just made it make sure that I said it. I had to get it out there. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully he did good enough to be valedictorian of his PP class. Hopefully, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This could be. He might be president. Graduating oh, yeah. with honors. <laughs> <laughs> Put that right on the resume. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> graduated with honors from body training. <laughs> body training school. <laughs> uh, good times, good times. Well, uh, I think we're we're both out of, out of kids' stories, so let's get into some fun technology and and nerdy stuff and what better way to start with than the robot apocalypse <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're going with all right Mike. yeah we're going to the robot apocalypse first now we're not exactly there yet personally personally i still feel that boston dynamics is going to be the one that takes us to the the edge of war with our robot partners but <laughs> it, a new a new player has thrown their hat into the ring <laughs> it's it's our old buddy Elon Musk with his tesla bots that's true yes he uh, he came out the other day and said that they're working on a robot and it'll be ready for next year and the entire world goes you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's and the thing that's so crazy about it is it looks like it's like it looks like it's something that that could have been a concept for like the iRobot movie with Will Smith, you know, where it's like, oh yeah, this is what robots will look like in twenty hundred and you know twenty one hundred or something like that, right? Yeah, it's basically just it's like a mannequin. That's yeah. what the, the the picture looks like. It's a straight mannequin with like no head or like a black no, there's no head face. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposedly the face is full of cameras. And it's the same kind of cameras that like go in their their cars for the uh, the auto driving stuff. Mm-hmm. So that helps it walk around and like not not hit stuff. I I did enjoy more than anything with all the stuff that they talked about what it could do. They included that you could outrun it. <laughs> because we're all afraid of robots apparently yeah you can outrun it and that you should not can should be over to be able to overpower it <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so out of left field i really i just don't understand why they would even bother bringing it up you know like they can hardly get their autopilot on their cars to function properly and now you're going to present us with this sort of Rosie the Robot style robot that could supposedly do whatever we want it to do. It's like, I, I don't know. It just seems very unlikely to me. The The expected retail price is $4,000 American, which I think is fairly cheap for, for a, a robot. robot. Yeah, <laughs> I would say I'd expect like $40,000. Yeah. yeah, so so robot slaves. I guess that's why they're they're so light and easily overpowered because they're affordable <laughs> robots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they like he's he says that the idea behind it is that it's supposed to do like j- jobs that we don't want to do that are strenuous. And and it was funny because one of the examples that he gave was like it will go to the grocery store and shop for you. Number one, I can't imagine how complex it needs to be to be able to pick out your groceries for the first part. Yeah, absolutely. And number two, do you think that you're not going to send that thing to a to a grocery store and some crazy fool isn't going to freaking break the thing because they're afraid of robots? Like. <laughs> yeah or or you know they're at the grocery store and like oh just slide my food on here and you're gonna pay for this too (laughs) yeah i i I don't know like i i I would love to have a rosie the robot mike but i just i just this ain't it this really ain't it i i I don't know i'm baffled i'm baffled i haven't done as much reading on it as you did but in in the short period that i've read on it it's a I, i don't know i think i think this is just like an lsd dream that he's like yeah i'm gonna build a robot 
Yeah. Well, one of the things that he said, which makes sense with all the stuff we've been talking about lately with all the space stuff, mm-hmm. is he says that they would send them to Mars and then they would be the ones who like put together like the habitats and stuff, yeah. which it makes it sense. Makes, it makes but, a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's still robots, man. Like, like I think we're not quite there yet. Like, I mean, at the same time, Boston Dynamics is showing their video of their freaking robots parkouring around a course that they set up for it. Did, did, I watched that video. It looked like it was computer generated at first because everything was just like way too smooth. Yeah. But it's like, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a robot. But, you know, how long have they been working on making their robots just walk in general? And now Tesla's just going to, you know, develop one in a year that looks like an actual human being and not like... You know, the 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 Boston Dynamics one, yeah, it looks human-ish because it has legs and hands, I guess. But uh, I don't know. Compared to what Tesla demonstrated, it doesn't look anything like a person. It, you know, the funny thing is, too, is it reminds me it's one step removed from like, I don't think you played Alien Isolation. Did you ever no. play that? OK, no. so how, how familiar are you with the Alien franchise? Uh, very limited. Are you aware that there are androids in in the, the series no okay there are androids they okay. look like people like they, they look like that there's that's actually a, the plot point of one of the movies is you don't know that someone is actually a robot okay and that and it's it comes out as as part of the plot but alien isolation added this new wrinkle to the lore where it's like oh yeah those robots those are premium robots we got these shit robots over here that are called working Joes <laughs> that okay. don't look like people. And they are like they're they're humanoid shaped, but they have like literally like a rubber face with no features. Like it's just like uh Yeah, they're crash test dummies, basically. Yeah, like it's like if it's like a yeah, they're crash test dummies, it's a perfect way to put it. Except their eyes glow red. <laughs> and like they're like oh yeah these are the working joes they're they do the menial tasks that no one wants to do and then of course they all turn evil and their eyes glow more and more red i was gonna say i mean the red eyes should have been the giveaway yeah this is this is <laughs> one step removed from a working joe for me like all okay. it needs all it needs is the mechanic jumpsuit and start to being like let me help you as it tries to <laughs> strangle you and, and then it's you know like we're we're there we're we're gonna be there soon yeah I don't know. How, how many more things does Elon need on his plate at this point in time? He's got the, the automobiles. He's got the space race now that he's doing. Now he's going to do robots. What's what's your over under, Mike, on in a year? Do they have anything to show? I doubt it. I mean, how many years was te- the Tesla delayed, right? Like, I, I, I totally feel like that's it's not going to be I mean, again. He's uh, putting your your you're saying all the stuff he's doing. Isn't he also making like tiny houses, too? Is he? Yeah. I, I, I one of the articles that I was reading with a robot was like uh, his his tiny house startup isn't doing too well. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> so that sounds like a familiar thing is it, <laughs> things don't start off great and then they start being better later. Like, yeah, I mean, because that's that's what happened with Tesla. Tesla had a really rocky start and now it's it's doing very well and spacex you could say it wasn't doing that great at first and and now it's doing very well and so we're, we're gonna have murder robots first and then who, the who good, live in the, tiny homes yeah it's, <laughs> it's perfect right <laughs> get the get the robot murder out of the way then the utopia can come like yes yeah, yeah that's right that's, gotta, that's gotta how purge it all the undesirables right <laughs> You know, it's funny. There's a comic book because you know how there's like Alien versus Predator and stuff. Sure. Yeah. They did one that was Alien versus Predator versus Terminator. And the storyline is that the Alien universe takes place after the Terminator universe. So basically Terminator happens where like the, the humans are like wiped out by the robots, but they win. And then like they rebuild society so that they can go into space, which explains why like the alien society is when you look at space and you look at movies like it's it's like Star Trek, right? Like Star Trek is all smooth and nice and pretty mm-hmm. and alien is like truckers in space. And it's like, that's why is because they they got destroyed by the robots in, in the in the Terminator universe. And and yeah, so and then they bring them back and then they make them hybrids with with aliens. It's really weird. <laughs> Sounds like I got some movie watching to do. It's not a movie. It's a comic book. Oh, sorry. Yeah, but I would but, watch that movie. Alien yeah. versus Predator versus Terminator. I'd yeah. watch it in a second. Sounds like a licensing nightmare. 
probably <laughs> i mean it was the only reason the other one worked was because it was both they were both fox properties it's the only reason that one happened yeah yeah oh, good times good times but speaking of things that are good times depending on who you talk to because i mean i don't know if you've Im- imbibed yourself but i certainly haven't but only fans <laughs> yeah yeah so, so you have imbibed Oh, I sorry. I've never. I don't have an account or anything, but I'm okay. very familiar as to what OnlyFans is. I I, I had a yeah. feeling you were just being like, "Yes, I know what you're talking about." Mm-hmm. But I, I I I seized the moment to be like, "Ah, uh, yes, you are constantly watching porn on OnlyFans." No, Chris. but I mean, I did I did tease about potentially starting a part time nerds OnlyFans, and I just never got around to it. <laughs> yeah, well, now we'll have to switch what the content is about. Yeah, that's because right. OnlyFans has announced that they are phasing out all sexually explicit content starting in October. Mm-hmm. So, Hey there, Mike from the future here. Just a heads up, we record the show on Mondays and it then posts on Thursdays. Sometimes in the period between Monday and Thursday, a story changes. And in the case of this story, OnlyFans completely reversed their decision Please enjoy 10 minutes of us contemplating OnlyFans doing something that they're not going to do anymore. Yeah, which is another a weird occasion of like, hey, you, sex built this platform. Get out of here, sex. <laughs> you know? Well, and, and that's the first thing I thought of, too, because obviously OnlyFans had existed for a while. I think it was you who pointed it out on the show that it was meant originally as a you know, a, a source for creators to kind of sell Patreon style add-ons. Yes. Right? Like if you're a musician, like a struggling musician or an independent musician, you can sell your wares on there and, you know, make a couple bucks. But I would say until the the porn industry got a hold of it, no one had any idea what the hell OnlyFans was. And especially now during the the COVID pandemic and stuff, it absolutely exploded in size. Yeah, it definitely did. And a lot of people were using it to supplement their incomes mm-hmm. in a time when they really needed incomes. And now now OnlyFans is, is, is shutting down sexually explicit stuff. And I remember at first when I read that, I was like, oh, wow, they're getting rid of all of the like no more porn stuff. And and it's not that bad. Like if you actually read the articles, they kind of get into the nitty gritty of what sexually sexually explicit means and basically the people who take nude photos of like them just sitting there nude that they'll be fine nothing's gonna for now for well for now but yeah for now nothing will change for them they will continue to be able to do what they do but the people who went uh, a little more a little more explicit a little more yeah explicit a little more interactive Mm-hmm. You know things like that. That uh, that's the stuff that's uh, that's getting cut, and it's it's an interesting rabbit hole to fall down in to see. Like I don't know if you read the reasons why on what what's going on, like why they they they're purging it. Well, I was gonna say I had heard that their biggest thing is they're trying to raise money because mm-hmm. I guess they're not making enough money for in some inexplicable reason and the banks and investors are shying away from them because of sort of the porn aspect of it and and so i guess because aren't they looking for like a billion dollars that's what their valuation is or something like that yeah and but like one of the other things that's going on and this is what they're saying is the main reason mm-hmm. is that there is a very large like christian group that has a lot of influence and basically their influence is extending into credit card companies. And because of that, people like people like companies like MasterCard and Visa are like, we are not going to pay for these things. Like Mm -hmm. we're not, we don't want these kind of charges. I don't know why, I don't know why it matters to them and why, but obviously it, uh, this, this whole Christian element. Sure. Yeah. But that's what, that's what I was reading is, is this, this conti- this group was like, no, we want this. We don't want that anymore. So if you want people to still be able to pay on your platform, you're going to take this off because we're not paying for that stuff. Yeah. And because otherwise, how are they? How are they pay? Like, I mean, I don't even know. Does OnlyFans accept PayPal? Like, how does it work? Currently, 
I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they only do credit cards because I, I, I know think so. Yeah, because I know that Laura, she did an OnlyFans for for a month because a friend of hers is actually has an, like an OnlyFans thing and they blocked it because it was OnlyFans and she had to call them and be like, why? Why did you block this? And they're like, oh, we saw like a sp- suspicious thing on your card because you went on this OnlyFans site. She's like, yeah, I did. I went on OnlyFans. What of it? <laughs> Give me my boobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it, it is interesting. I'm just looking at the numbers here, Mike. So in 2020, they made $375 million in revenue. Uh, and in 2021, they're expecting $1.2 billion. And in 2022, $2.5 billion. So, they, I mean, they're not hurting for money. I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's. I don't know why they're looking for investors at this point in time, you know? Well, I, again, I mean, if it's if the credit card thing is is coming through, then they can't really make those goals if people can't pay on the website. <laughs> no, I suppose that's true. Well, so Mike, I'll tell you, like when I when I read this, and I'm I'm not the only person who read this or thought this, but when I read it originally, the first thing that came to my head was the word Tumblr. Yes. You know, and for those who don't know, Yahoo had bought Tumblr back in 2013 for 1.1 billion dollars, uh, and then you know Verizon bought Yahoo and blah blah blah, and then they sold Tumblr Mike in 2019 for three million dollars. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and yes. Mike, Mike, what do you think happened between uh, between those two points in time? Uh, if I remember correctly, it was Verizon couldn't sell ads on Tumblr because people didn't want all the adult content around. That's right. And they kicked it all off the platform. And then the platform died. Yes. So I I don't know. Personally, I can't help but think the exact same thing is going to happen. I guess because they're still allowing, quote unquote, tasteful nudes, things might be a little bit different. I know... There's a couple like Twitch streamers and stuff who who started it up and like they made like a million dollars in 24 hours and stuff doing just that kind of thing. But I don't know. It it feels like they're they're biting the hand that feeds here. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's it's it's, it's interesting to talk about, mm-hmm. but I have no horses in this race. I I don't. I'm not using OnlyFans to buy porn. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not using OnlyFans to sell my porn. It's yeah. just, it's just an interesting story. Well, what are you using to sell your porn, Mike? Well, I used to use Tumblr. Now I use uh, <laughs> what is it? Fanzone. I think it's Fanzone is the new one. Fanzone isn't it a sports thing. I don't know. There's, there's something. <laughs> there is something. I, I saw a whole bunch of people because I follow a lot of I follow a lot of artists on Instagram. And so they're all like posting like their 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 OnlyFans friends who are like, now I'm on this. Follow me here because right, okay. I've left OnlyFans. They're all retweeting their 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 part, you know, their friends. It's very weird. Like I, I've, I've actually toyed with the idea of actually getting off of Twitter because I find that my Twitter is almost entirely not things I follow. Like it's all people people's it's people's retweets and people's likes mm-hmm. and and it's everything that everyone i follow retweets or likes is either about porn or it's about the slow death of the universe because we all are terrible people and it's like right. i just wanted to look at pictures of like draw uh, like drawings of superheroes and like video games like what happened here it, it <laughs> like, is weird that you can't disable that because I, I've looked for the same thing too. Because I was like, "What is this crap showing up on my timeline?" And it's like, "Oh, it's liked by you know X person." And it's like, it just seems strange that you can't turn off like a "show me other people's liked content" or whatever. yeah, you can turn off their retweets, but you can't turn off their likes. Yeah, which is seems like the opposite. I feel like the retweet is at least f- kind of from them, right? Like I believe this enough, I'm going to send it out as my own. But the like is just I don't know. Seems weird. Yeah, you find out some stuff about people you know. You 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 thought you knew about them when then you and then their likes start showing up. I'm like, why is all this pro Trump shit showing up on my oh <laughs> oh yeah? I guess unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times, good times. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, interesting, Mike. Mm-hmm. Well, from one tech nightmare to another, let's talk real quickly <laughs> about Facebook because I mean. 
obviously Facebook exists to, you know, see your friends QAnon theories, but also <laughs> they they wanted to <laughs> I they, like that one, Mike. That was good. <laughs> they they want they want you to uh use the platform. At least Mark Zuckerberg does. He wants you to use it for for everything. He wants it to be your one-stop shop for for everything. And and they don't have Zoom or or they you know people don't really use the the Facebook Messenger stuff for work related calls but they they do have something that they've come up with and i mean you you know a little bit more about it than i do but it's all vr based and and it's their the horizon they're they're calling it the horizon meeting system a horizon workrooms it's all part okay, of sorry. this this facebook master plan called the facebook metaverse and don't get me started on that kind of thing because I don't know all that much about it, but it's basically the whole idea is that Facebook becomes like your second life sort of thing. Everything you need <laughs> is all on Facebook and whatever. But this Horizon Workrooms thing in particular is a response to you know how Zoom has become <laughs> part of our day-to-day language and Teams meetings and video chats and stuff. Facebook wants a piece of that pie too. So what they've opted to do, Mike, is instead of providing another video service, is they're building a VR meeting room service. So, you know, when you're having a meeting with your business compatriots, Mike, rather than f- open up the laptop and fire on your webcam, instead you put on your VR goggles and you experience the medium or the meeting in 3D. Yes, with weird cartoon avatars. I, I, yeah, yeah, but and and. and you know, you use the Oculus Rift, obviously, because that's their product and it does like hand tracking and stuff. So I've seen videos and it shows your little me looking characters like typing away on their pretend keyboards. And, you know, the guy giving a presentation on the big screen can use his hand and point to, you know, whatever they want to on the screen. And it just begs the question of who the hell cares? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like I can hardly get people to turn their their cameras on. Yes. In a meeting right now, much less. Oh, hold on. Let me strap on my VR gear for this two hour like workshop session. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, I have I have weekly meetings on Slack. And if somebody turns their camera on, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it, it, it's just like. I, I, I get it. I, I think it's interesting, mm-hmm. but. Who no company in their right mind, remote working or and or not, is going to send, you know, hey everybody, we we bought you all Oc- Oculus Quests, <laughs> you know, like they're not cheap. No, no, they're not. And they're gonna have you're gonna have serious business meetings with these these me's. What if you're in a meeting and it's like. We're firing Jim, you know, <laughs> like it's all like silly. <laughs> and they bring out the virtual gun and they just shoot his me character. Yeah. <laughs> Throw him out the window. What if the one guy on the team does something like thinks he's being funny and he's like makes his avatar looks, you know, not good. Like, I, I, I have no idea what the options are, but it's like, you know, pick your stuff. And it's like, you know, what if there's. Oh, this is going to be really bad. But like, what if there's that one guy in your office who hasn't got the memo that, you know what? Racism is bad. And he's like in like cyber blackface. And he's like, <laughs> like I, I guarantee someone is going to use this technology in this way because people are jerks and it's going to happen. Well, that's right. There's all these stories of uh, people caught doing indecent things during all these these teams meetings and stuff too could you imagine a virtual reality version of that oh, it's like what's your hand doing there yeah. jim yeah did you forget <laughs> hand tracking is on <laughs> yeah that's why you keep banging on the table i don't understand <laughs> <laughs> but but again this is all basically it sounds like facebook wants to make like the ready player one style i, I don't know what they call it like the matrix the oasis thing. is what the they oasis. call it yeah. it sounds like they're really trying to do this and again, I'm looking at it from a business perspective. I'm even looking at it, Mike, like you and I doing our podcast. I I just don't understand. Maybe maybe we're just old. Maybe that's it. We've 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 tipped over the hump in terms of accepting new technology and stuff. But I just don't understand how this brings any value to our experience versus what we're doing now with just a you know HD webcam where I can see everything as it is. Right? Yeah. 
I, I thought that that Microsoft Teams thing where it like arranged everybody into like a meeting, you know, like where it took oh, everybody's the together camera. mode. Together yeah, mode where you're all like sitting in chairs together. Yeah. I thought that was stupid. But this is this is worse, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it takes it one step further. Yeah, I, I'm I'm honestly I'm trying to give it like a legitimate shot. Like, okay, how how would this benefit and how would this do it? I, I can't. I just I just can't think of anything. I, I really can't. Yeah. I I get the feeling that a lot of what Facebook is doing is just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks and like we'll do it. We'll get something. We'll have our own Zoom. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, I mean, there always seem to be like third place in everything, right? Like they're they're like the afterthought in the streaming wars, the afterthought when it comes to, you know, like sort of WhatsApp, iMessage and whatever the Android flavor of the day is like just messaging services as it is. And yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure sure what they're thinking, but uh, I guess they're thinking of something. Which is more than we thought to do on episode 150. But <laughs> That's right. It's yeah. over now. It's Click. over. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. On that note, yes, send us send us congratulations for all this hard work we've put in over the last three years. You know, yeah, it's really weird. I, I it kind of snuck up, eh? Like I, I was just looking at the numbers as we crept up, and I'm like, have we really? <laughs> you know, like we're really done that many. It's episodes. been a long time, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, that is going to do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us and give us any congratulations or helpful tips or even tell us what we said was wrong and maybe we should stop doing a podcast altogether, you can send an email to the dads at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PTNerdsFTDads. We'll be back next week with more Nerdy Daddy Vice. More Nerdy Daddy Vice. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. what you can see from our OnlyFans account exactly. before it gets taken down. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's, what's in there until October. Yeah. More Nerdy Dad Advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. I'm Nerdy Daddy Chris. <laughs> we'll talk to you again uh, soon. <laughs> Nerdy Daddy Vice. Uh, nerdy Daddy. Wow. Yeah.